Hello, this is A Voice in the Darkness, and I'm your host, Gwendolyn Forte. Thank you so much for tuning in today to this week's podcast. Whether you are at home or at work, in your car, you may be in a hospital room, wherever you are, I am so glad you are joining us on today. The purpose of A Voice in the Darkness podcast is to encourage, to uplift, and to enlighten. Let me tell you, there are so many people around the world today that are walking through difficult times. They're in a transition or they at a bypass in their life where they have to make some tough decisions and they feel overwhelmed or you can feel overwhelmed. I want to encourage you today that you are more than able to do this. Do not give up. Do not be discouraged. You can make it through this season in your life. And you might ask, Gwendolyn, why are you so sure? Why are you so confident? Well, I'm telling you because I've walked through several transitions, several hard places in my life. And each time, God has been faithful. And I want you to know he's faithful to you too. You can make it through this tough patch, through this overwhelming season, whatever it is you're walking through, I want you to know that you're an overcomer and you can make it. You can do this thing and I don't want you to give up. I want you to hang in there because God is for you. And if God is for you, it's more than the world against you. I want to talk to you today and share with you the title of this week's episode. It is called Dealing with Disappointment. Dealing with Disappointment. I felt this was a very appropriate topic to discuss because no matter who you are, great, influential, um, a leader, a business person, a mom, a dad, a minister, entrepreneur, whoever you are listening to my voice. You could be in college listening to this in your college room. You could be a high school, high school student and you were introduced to this podcast. Whoever you are, you may deal with disappointment because disappointments in life will come. Some experience, you know, um, some extreme disappointments. Others, it could be mild, but whoever you are in life, If you haven't experienced one, let me tell you, you will. And when that disappointment come, I want to help you to walk through it with the appropriate mindset that you can overcome this place, this season, this obstacle in your life that has caused the disappointment. Let me tell you, um, we can walk through seasons very um, victorious. You can walk through a time in your life and really see that, wow, it was a tough season, but I made it. And I believe a lot of it has to do with our mindset, our posture, our heart posture, and information, having information, having um, the word of the Lord, having encouragement, people to encourage us, to come alongside us, right? To tell us you are more than able to do this. So when I'm talking about a disappointment, let me give you the dictionary just right off the internet. You can Google disappointment. It's a sadness or a displeasure caused by non-fulfillment to one's hope or expectation. 
expectations. So you can be expecting something, wanting something, or you know, you felt something should really happen, a dream, something that you've been working for and it didn't come to pass. That causes disappointment. It causes our heart to feel a little discouraged, maybe overwhelmed. You feel sad. You feel a feeling of despair. You um, want to give up. You may even feel hopelessness because that which you worked so hard for didn't come to pass. That which was um, something that was told to you that would happen, it never happened, okay? And in life, people break promises because we don't have control over other people or over their actions. And maybe someone broke a commitment to you or a promise to you or their word. Or maybe the job that you were working um, for ended because of whatever, the financial reasons the company closed. And you're left now in a hard place. And it caused you to feel uh, just overwhelmed, um, hopeless. And the Bible talks about in Proverbs. 13 and 12 that hope deferred makes the heart sick but when a longing is fulfilled it's like a tree of life let me tell you when you're expecting something and you're believing for it and it's never fulfilled it causes your heart to be sick it causes you to feel emotionally sick and listen when emotionally a person is walking through hardship it can affect your body right? Not only is your mental health and emotional health affected, but sometimes it brings sickness into our body. So we have so many people who've been um, barraged with such, um, so many different disappointments in life. Maybe someone failed you, maybe your children, um, all the things you put in them, they turn out to be different than what you've expected, or they didn't do, um, what you taught them, right? You gave them, um, tools to equip them to live life and they made wrong decisions, right? Or, or uh, just things that you tried to do, start that business. And it didn't take off in the first, you know, two, three years when you expected it just to boom or that book that you were writing. Uh, many people didn't buy it and, and you're, and you're feeling discouraged. You're dealing with disappointment. I want to encourage you today that there is a way that we can deal with disappointment. And I want to help us because there's so many people today dealing with disappointment. And there are people today that are dealing with disappointment that are dealing with it properly. And then there are people who are dealing with disappointment and they handle it in a wrong way. Suicide rates are high. Um, going to uh, get mental help. Um, from a professional therapist and a counselor, the stats are high, especially after COVID-19 because people are discouraged and they're down. And I, I so advocate going to a mental health professional to get help. But a lot of it is caused by disappointment, hurt, trauma, sadness, despair, dismay. And a lot of times if we don't know how to properly handle our disappointments, it'll cause us to walk in cycles 
of defeat. And today, if you're listening to me and if you tuned into this podcast, I want you to be encouraged and I want you to know that you can get off of that train. You don't have to go to that destination. You don't have to meet that destination of disappointment and failure and heartache. And you you can get off right now. Today, you can make a decision that, you know what, I'm going to listen to these keys and I'm going to listen to these tools and I am going to make it during this tough time, this season, this hardship in my life. I want to take you to a passage in the scriptures with the person, this awesome king, and you know his name, David. David um, was not perfect. David was a man after God's own heart. He made many mistakes. Many people could possibly relate to David. He was a very emotional man. You can read this in the Psalms. He expressed his heart when he was down, when he was excited, when he was angry, when he was disappointed. You can find it all in the book of Psalms. But in this story in particular, I really feel many of us can relate to this one. This is in um, 1st, 2nd Samuel, 1st Samuel, I'm so sorry, 1st Samuel chapter 30. And I'm going to actually start at verse 1, but this is a great chapter that after this podcast, please go and read 1st Samuel chapter 30 in the Bible. It is an amazing, amazing, amazing chapter of disappointment, but yet how he overcame this place of disappointment. Well, David and his men, mighty men of valor, David and his men were away um, from their um, camp. And when they went away, their camp was raided by the Amalekites. The Amalekites were enemies. Listen, they were David's enemies. And listen, they invaded Ziklag and they took, listen, they burned it down to fire. They just, listen, they burned it down to nothing. But listen, they took their women, they took their children, they took every single thing that was in that camp. They took it. So not only did they burn this camp down, they took their wives and they took their children. The most important thing that's more important than physical things like jewelry. Who cares about jewelry? You want your, your relatives. You want your children. You want your spouse. You don't want anything to happen to them. And listen, it says in verse two, and they had taken the women captives that were therein and slew not any, either great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. So David and his men came to the city and behold, it was burned with fire and their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captive. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voices and they wept until they had no more power to weep. So they were so um, disappointed. Their heart were broken. Their hearts were broken. They were distraught. They didn't know what to do. And listen to me. After you're done crying, the next emotion sometimes that comes is anger. So, and David's two wives were taken captive. This is verse five. Abigail was one of his wife, um, if you remember. And then it says in verse six, and David was greatly distressed. He was greatly discouraged. He was greatly disappointed for the people spoke of stoning him. So not only was his two wives taken and his children taken and all the other men's wives and children were taken, the people wept and wept so they couldn't cry no more. But then the next emotion was anger. 
<laughs> the next emotion was anger. And they wanted now to kill David. Because listen, the soul of the people were so grieved that every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David, listen, the Bible tells us in verse six, David encouraged himself in the Lord. It didn't go into detail what all of that encouragement looked like, but we do have some keys on what David did next. And I want to say today, the first key, if you are experiencing a setback, if you are walking through disappointment, if something didn't turn out the way you expected. If you have been waiting and waiting and waiting for something to be fulfilled, a promise, a dream, a desire, but it hasn't happened. And you're walking through this place of disappointment and discouragement. Number one, you have to make a decision that you're going to encourage yourself in the Lord. Well, Gwendolyn, what does that look like? Well, what, when you encourage somebody else, you tell me, what does that look like? Your son or your daughter comes home from school and they failed a test. And they say, mom, I studied so hard for this test. And I really wanted to get an A on this test. But I got a C plus and they're discouraged. What do you tell them? You don't go, oh, you know what? Too bad. You know what? It, when you study, things don't work out anyway. So that's just how life is. No, you tell them, listen, you did a great job. And when you study, listen to me, you're, it's going to pay off and your studying did pay off. Let's try again. Let's keep studying and let's look and see at, let's look at the questions that you missed and let's go over those things and let's see if we can get some better study habits or some other tools to help you on your next exam. You can do it. You are able to get that A that you want. You are smart. You are capable. That's how you encourage someone, right? So if you have to encourage yourself, it's going to look exactly the same. You're going to speak to yourself. I'm going to speak to myself and I'm going to say, Gwen, you can do this thing. Gwen, do not give up. Gwen, God is faithful. Gwen, do not throw in the towel. Gwen, God heard your prayers before and he answered you before he's going to answer you again. God will not fail you. That's how you encourage yourself in the Lord. There are some other things you can do. You maybe want to put on songs that speak of God's faithfulness. You may want to put on songs that encourage your heart. This is what David did. He encouraged himself in the Lord. The second thing that David did, the Bible tells us in this um, first Samuel chapter 30, that David began to pray. He asked the priest for the ephod and listen to me. He prayed and he inquired of the Lord. So I want to tell you, when you're at a place where things are not turning out right, you're experiencing disappointment. There is now some things that just didn't go right. You first encourage yourself in the Lord. Second, begin to pray and inquire. Inquire of God. Inquire. Pray. Take some time alone. Gwendolyn, what does that look like? Well, get in your room. Shut the door. If you're in your car, quietly sit. Begin to worship God. Begin to talk to God. Begin to bless God. Begin to just say, God, I look to you, which comes my help. My help comes from you. I glorify you. I thank you that you hear me. I thank you that you're faithful and true. I thank you, Father, that I can come boldly to your throne of grace to obtain help in the time of need. 
and you begin to pray. And then guess what? Inquire. Number three, ask specific questions. David asked God specific questions. So you may want to begin to say, God, why did this thing happen? Right? You know, or that's a great question, but sometimes wise, you know, I, you can ask why, but sometimes wise are not always the best way. Sometimes you may want to say, if something didn't work out, what should you do? God, what should I do next? How do you want me to respond to this? What are you saying, Father, in this situation? What do you want me to see, Father? What do you want me to learn? How can I grow from this? Is there anything I'm missing? Those are great questions. Should I go? Should I move? Should I relocate? Should I start a business? Should I accept this new position? These are some questions you may want to ask God and not necessarily ask a whole bunch of people. God, should I end this relationship with this person? Should I start this relationship with this person? These are great questions, specific questions. Don't just leave it up in the air when this disappointment happened or this situation happened that left you in a place where now you're um, in a place of dismay and quandary. Ask God specific questions on how you should move forward. Is there something you're missing? Did I not see something? Show me what I need to see. Ask God. God is faithful. And it says that David was so distressed that he inquired of the Lord. And in verse eight, he said, shall I pursue this truth? So in other words, all of the Amalekites who took their women and children, David asked God, should I even go pursue them? He said, and if I pursue them, will I even win? Will I overtake them? And guess what? God answered him. So the fourth point is listen for God to speak. Number one, encourage yourself in the Lord. Number two, pray. Okay, pray. Number three, when you pray, ask specific questions. Ask God specific questions. And number four, listen, listen for God to speak. God will answer you. Well, Gwendolyn, I never hear his voice. Yes, you do. He says, my sheep hear my voice and the voice of a stranger they will not follow. You hear God's voice and it's going to just be the same voice. Sometimes you hear in that place of peace. The Bible said, let the peace of God be the umpire of our hearts. So I'm going to tell you, God will speak to you and I know you will know his voice and it'll be in a place of peace and you'll hear him and it'll be very, very clear. Believe that you will hear him because God will answer you. Let me tell you, he answered David. So when David asked them, he said, shall I even pursue them? And even if I pursue them, will I overtake them? God answered him in verse eight and said, pursue them for you will surely overtake them. And without fail, you will recover all. So God immediately said, yes, pursue them. And then he said, yes, you will overtake the Amalekites. And not only will you overtake the Amalekites, you're going to recover everything that was taken from you. That's why you want to listen. When you inquire, you want to sit and listen. Now, after you hear from God and God begins to speak to you, you now need to obey. 
He told David to pursue them. So you may say, God, you know, why um, am I going through this hardship in this relationship over and over again? And you're discouraged in your disappointment, disappointed. This person is disappointing you over and over again. Okay. Begin to say, God, I know you love me and I know how you would treat me. And I know that, you know, you have good for me to prosper me. Jeremiah 29, 11, to give me a future and a hope and expected end. You're encouraging yourself. Number two, then you begin to worship God and pray. Take some quiet time. Number three, then you ask God some specific questions in regard to those disappointments that you're constantly experiencing with that individual. God, is this a relationship that you want me in? Should I end this relationship? Should this relationship go on? Should I um, have conversation with this individual to, to really get to the heart of the matter? Should I seek counseling? Ask specific questions. And then guess what? Four, listen. To God to speak. And God may start to tell you. Yes I want you to end the relationship. End the relationship. Now when I'm speaking right here. I'm not saying right now. If you're saying well she's talking about my husband or my wife. I'm talking about before you even get married. There are some relationships before we even step into marriage. That God is showing us. Before we even get to a place of 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 saying, I do patterns that an individual may have that God is saying, you know, I don't even want you in this relationship, but we ignore it. So this is why we listen for God to answer. And when God answers five, what are we going to do? Obey. We have to take action. We have to listen. We have to obey God. We have to do what he's calling us to do in this hour. There are so many things that God is saying to each and every one of us right now. And when God is speaking to us, listen, we must obey. We have to obey. There are some disappointments that will end. Let me tell you, it's going to end. David was experiencing that. He was weeping. They were devastated. They were devastated, but he stopped. You can't sit in that devastation forever. It comes a place where you have to just stop, breathe, take a deep breath. So right now, when you're listening to this podcast, take a deep breath. Okay. Stop for a moment and just begin to speak to yourself and listen to this encouragement. And when you're done with this, encourage yourself and speak over yourself. The beautiful things that God is speaking over you in his word. And then after you do that too, pray, take some time to pray, take some quiet time and get aside with the father and pray. And after we, while you're praying, ask God specific questions. Okay. Ask him some specific questions about that job, about that person, about that business, about your financial situation, about your health, about this ailment that's hitting your body. Ask him, God, why is this happening? What can I do? Is there anything I'm missing? Is there anything I need to change in my diet? Do I need to go to a different doctor? Who do I need to connect with? Is there something going on that's spiritual here that's beyond natural? 
Ask God specific questions. Number four, listen. Listen for him to speak back to you because God loves us. He wants to talk to us. He wants to give us keys, insight, and revelation. Jeremiah 33 and 3 says, call out to me and I will show you those things that have been fenced in and hidden. God wants to talk to us and reveal to us the things that we don't know. And when he talks, point five, obey him. Just like David, he told him, not only do I want you to pursue them, you will overtake them. And you will recover all. And I really believe that's a word for someone listening today. That things have been taken from you. You've been robbed. You've been stolen from. And God wants you to know that you can pursue, listen, God like never before. And as you pursue God, listen, you're going to overtake the enemies of your soul. And you're going to recover all that's been stolen. If it's been your joy. That has been stolen. You're going to recover it. And you're going to experience joy unspeakable. Do you hear me? Joy unspeakable. It is a new season. And it is a new day. It is time for us to properly deal with disappointment. And not to live in a place of discouragement. Of heartache. Of pain. Because God is with you. And he wants you to know that you are not alone. And I am encouraging you today that you can deal with this disappointment in a proper way where you will begin to see breakthrough. Number one, encourage yourself in the Lord. Number two, pray and seek God, inquire of God. Number three, ask the Father specific questions. Get deep with him. Get into the details. Ask specific questions. Number four, listen for God to speak. And number five, last but not least, obey God. Do whatever he's telling you to do in that situation. My goodness, I am telling you today is a new day. And I believe you're going to experience such breakthrough, such joy, such fulfillment. It says in Proverbs 13, hope deferred makes the heart sick. But when a longing is fulfilled, it is a tree of life. I speak that you're going to see longings fulfilled. You're coming into a place where you're going to see the tree of life. Things are opening up for you right now in Jesus name. I thank God that the old is breaking off. He's bringing in the new. He's bringing new relationships. He's bringing wisdom and insight and favor upon your life. I break discouragement. I break sadness. I break cycles of defeat. And we say you're coming into your new season and your new day in Jesus name. Amen and amen. Well, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode, Dealing with Disappointment. Please subscribe and rate and share. You can check us out on iTunes. And if you can write a review, it would be such a blessing. Like and share and, and, and just subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'm excited about getting on YouTube. And so until next time, I'm your host, Gwendolyn Forte with a voice in the darkness signing off.